We're back. So professional these days. I'll, <laughs> I love how it tells us uh, you're being recorded. I know, I just pressed record. Thanks for telling me. <laughs> oh, our faces when we're like, oh, wow, look at it. Wow. <laughs> so it's one of them, it's like, we, like you know, just leave your message after the beep, and then you beep, and then it goes, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> go, oh, I've got to talk now, actually. Uh, so, yeah. Do you use voicemail anymore? Do you use voicemail or do you just not bother? I hate voicemail. Honestly, I, like it's one of the worst things. It's like, it's like nothing, but then as soon as it goes to voicemail, you go panicking. Oh, what should I do? Hang up. I hate leaving voicemails. Yeah, send a text. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> can you call me, please? Anyway. <laughs> um, right, let's get into it. We're back, episode twenty-two of the Strongers podcast, and so, right, <laughs> this is brilliant. So. <laughs> We're a bit later than we planned doing this, and Jones is currently sat in his garden <laughs> holding a microphone. He looks like John Motson on the gantry, but with a cat sat next to him. Yep. Oh, she's back. She's locked me out. Oh, there was a. Oh, apparently there was a key after all. <laughs> <laughs> Wait for Kate in the background to go. You weren't locked out. You just wanted to sit in the garden. <laughs> the, secret, the secret place, what only your missus knows what the secret place is. That's the one. Yeah. Right, on that, do you find that when you ask where something is and it's like, oh, it's in a safe place, and it's like, I have no idea where that is? 100%. 100%. It's that safe. Nobody knows where it is. It's top secret. <laughs> Mate, it's that thing. So I so you shared it off, I can't wait, what dad Instagram account it was like joke account it's like, I don't always lose things but when I do it's because my wife moved it makes so many people <laughs> reply to that when I share that. yeah I got loads of people <laughs> saying yeah 100% 100% I think the only thing is that I don't think Lou saw it which probably spared me because I'd have probably got an absolute earful if, uh, <laughs> if yeah it, I think. a lot of dads probably had an argument that day <laughs> what do you mean I put it put it away oh absolutely <laughs> Um, so uh, oh yeah feedback from last week's show so uh, somebody messaged me saying um, strong dad's pod budgie smugglers great idea mm. okay <laughs> I'm, I'm on board with that okay I don't, I don't think anybody wants to see me in a pair but I'll do it uh, the, the, the suggestion thrown out there was uh the three faces, one on each cheek and one at the front. Make of that who who's going where. <laughs> <laughs> or you just have a selection of who you want on the front. Yeah, you can. Oh yeah, <laughs> you imagine that. <laughs> that would be horrific. Oh Jesus! It's like so. Lou said to she goes, "Yeah, you did get some funny looks when you're going in the pool wearing them." It's like, can you imagine that if you had a picture of your own face on the back of them or something? <laughs> oh, not even your own. Your own would be better if it's if it's one of ours. If you're parading around the pool with some some bloke's face on the front of your budgies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I need to buy a picture of or something. Uh, we just need to uh, escort you away from the pool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, anyway, yeah, just it was quite good that and quite good to know that people actually listen to us. <laughs> uh, yes, it is. Um, so 
we get into that today's show we're probably better getting into it quicker bearing in the mind that if we set jones off here he could be going for a while i think we should <laughs> let him loose wind him up and then we'll pick up the scraps so we've been bouncing the idea around whether to do this at the bit so we're for that we've been bouncing the idea around whether to do this for a bit and we've decided we're we're going to give it a go so we're coming up with um we're going to call it Gym Room, Fitness Room 101, something like that. So basically, yeah, we've each selected, depending on how time goes, two to three things that we think need to go in the Room 101 of diet, fitness, gym, that type of thing. And uh, we'll go around, each of us will drop one in have a debate about it. We have to justify our own decision. And then the other two will decide whether it's worthy of going into fitness room 101 or not. And and then obviously you guys can send us in your thoughts on things like that um, as well. So, oh, hang on. Jones is on the move. The cat's disturbing him. Right, no, it's more like the dog walker will be back shortly. And- oh, mate, that'd be amazing. Your dog going mental. <laughs> it's, it's not the dog that I'm worried about to be honest I feel like some sort of like pitch sign interview here with Jonesy walking around with his microphone like he's going to interview his missus or something <laughs> I'd, go and, I'd just go and see if she wants to be on actually live interview see what she thinks about the budgies <laughs> no, no budgie smugglers uh, do you want me in a pair of budgie smugglers uh, no definitely not Pardon? no no, that's, that's a no. It's a, firm no. it's a firm no. Firm no. <laughs> so yeah, I'll order a few pairs then. Hey, come on, take your uh, take your time here. You know, it's not like people listen to this. We might have to edit. Hey, this get, you mate, want. you know, just get talking. This is good stuff. Um, okay, so let's get going with it then. So, Neely, based on the facts, yes, I'm introducing it. Jones is walking around his house aimlessly. You can kick us off. I'm going to start with, um, I think I mentioned this on a podcast the other week, uh, and I think I referred to him as cable shaggers in the gym. <laughs> uh, so I'm bringing it out. So I'll, I'll say the guy. So, um, hey, oh, <laughs> oh geez. Sorry. Obviously, this is an audio podcast, but Rimmers just started getting naked, so. Getting a bit warm. Anyway, the guys, the guys, we come into the gym, um, and then you just see them, and they stay on the cables for forty minutes. So they might do a chest press, a cable fly, a rear delt fly, a something over it because they've read bodybuilding.com, and I just think I just feel like going up to them, going, pick up a fucking dumbbell, <laughs> like do something <laughs> other than a fucking cable exercise, because. I don't know, Ryan Terry did it last week on bodybuilding.com. So, yeah, it's one of my biggest pet peeves, and um, I'm throwing it out there to the boys. Um, thoughts? I don't know. So, I get what you mean. But I, don't, I don't know. I just don't feel like I've seen a lot of that. I feel like I've seen some guys who do, it'll spend forever on the or not forever, but they'll spend, you'll want to do, like, I don't know, some face pulls or something like that at the end of your, end of your session. And they'll be there, like you say, doing flies and then lateral raises and things like that forever. And I get it, but I don't, like, yeah, I'm not sure. I feel like you need to, like, defend it a little bit more. 
I feel like half the people who do it, though, you're not at a level in a gym where you warrant to stay on a cable for 40 minutes because you're getting an extra 2% muscle recruitment on your flies, bicep curls, and tricep pushdowns when there's a million other exercises you can do. And we're sharing this gym and you decide to stay on a cable for 45 minutes. Um, it's, I'll be honest, it's fucking ridiculous. Now, Joe, you know I'm going to back nearly up there. It's you, you because one, they probably don't actually know what they're doing. Like nearly said, they've just probably that, read it. Yeah. They've just read it in a magazine or mostly seen it on Instagram or something. Gone. Oh, that looked decent for a night out. Let's get a quick pump on. <laughs> Take some like skull crushing, hallucinogenic pre-workout, and then go and smash ourselves in the gym and then just get off in a tight t-shirt i get i think i think that's more the like well part of the issues to probably read it and part of the issues probably it feels good you'll get because of the effectively if you one of the guys who doesn't let the weights touch all the time you pretty much under constant tension so you will pump the muscle load so they'll feel massive by the end of it i think that's the issue with it is that they'll go out feeling good rather than having actually had a good workout or a productive workout there's a, all right, there you go. There's the problem. Rivers just done it. There's the problem. I'll make your yeah. points for you, Neely. I think the other thing from my is. point of view is like, <laughs> it's what you said there. It's like, we're all in the gym to share it. And they're like, say, going, no, nah, mate, I'm using that. And then stand there for five minutes in between sets or whatever. Um, and it's like, well, no, you could let somebody jump in. Or you, you know, you could do, you'd be better off, like you said, doing dumbbell, like bench press or dumbbell bench press or something like that first. And then going on, like further down your workout, going into doing some flies or lateral raises or something like that on the on the cables. There's a place for it, but I, I get what you're saying. It's not your whole workout. Yeah. If you're a, a bodybuilder stacked out your head, I can understand it. If you're, you're lifting uh, enough weight on it to create, yeah. to create damage to the muscles that you've got to repair from, yeah. Totally get it. If you're a 30-something-year-old uh, tradie who goes gym three times a week, um, I would on it like I don't think it should be black and white, but if you're you train three hours a week, quite inconsistently, I think you'd be better off buying a red band and do more press ups and dumbbell bench presses and squats than you would do any cable exercise. You could do some band pull apart, stay away from the cable. Don't need to do anything on it. <laughs> <laughs> What I hear in the ear is good. Let me use the cable. <laughs> you go Honestly, back. I very rarely use cables. I do. I single arm rows. I do baseballs. I do, you know, every now and then. But Tricep push downs, you mean? I don't, you know. That's I'm just reason for Instagram wild. posts. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's Instagram, you know. Well, yeah, I'm not going to try tricep push down for a while. Um, They might be back one day. I'll just uh, post it or something. Mm. Anyway. So, so, yeah, so we could, we could, I suppose, expand it a little bit and just say equipment hoggers. Yes. I, I 100% go That is one of my pet hates when you go, like, you see somebody surrounded by dumbbells. They're sat on a bench and it's just like a sea of dumbbells on the floor around them. And you go, like, excuse me, using those, like, 10s or whatever over there, those 15s. He goes, yeah, yeah, I'm using them. It's like, you've got eight pairs of dumbbells around you. You're not using all of them here. <laughs> That's that's my bit like bigger issue with it. Yeah, yeah. 
like just in general, if someone going like they're sitting on a machine, like resting between sets, kind of jump in and do a quick set while you're resting. No, I'm using it. You're clearly not, are you? You sat on it like perving on that girl over there or on your phone yeah, or something like that. It's like, <laughs> let, let you know, I'll do a set while you rest and then you do a set while I rest. How about that? Yeah. yeah. A good one the other day in my gym, it was class. My client's face dropped. We were doing face pulls, funny enough. We. <laughs> was fairly busy. Uh, this girl come in and I would say she's probably more CrossFit, you know, but she knew what she was doing. You could tell. She come over and while we were having a chat in between Facebook, she went, hi lads, can I just jump on? Just move the cable, cracked on, move the cable back down, stood there. And my client just was like, what's she doing? I was like, she's just jumping in between, don't worry about it. He was like, yeah, but I'm using it. I was like, yeah, yeah she's re- while you're resting, she's using it. And he were like, gobsmacked by the whole thing. It's just how like, she did it and was like, I'm sure, yep, jump up, jump. I was like, that was class. Geometica at its best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was uh, I was chatting to that gym I ch- that I train at near me, that AW. The um, a few weeks ago, I was deadlifting in there and apparently uh, somebody made a complaint that was, because there's only like really one sort of deadlifting area. Yeah. And they were fuming that I was, I was using it. And the owner was just like, just go and ask him if you can, if you can jump in. <laughs> Apparently, he turned around and he goes, no way. I'm not doing that. I'm not asking him. <laughs> oh my God. You see how much weight he's got on the bar. It took me forever to unload it between oh, sets. I'm not that intimidating. Nice bloke. You should get a little side next to it. It's like saying you just pop out and be like, you can jump in, in between or something like, please <laughs> ask. <laughs> I'm going to be here a long time. <laughs> yeah. right, anyway, so back to it. So, Jim Hoggers. That's in yeah. the bin. We need like a button that is like a trash. I was going to say, we should have had like a little sound piece. So, oh. can you get one on your phone now? Yeah. I'll we'll just go, I'll go scrumple these wrappers I've got next to me. That's in the bin. <laughs> Fair play. Yeah. Right. Go on, Jones. Okay. I'll go fitness social media accounts ran by people who you know have zero. Fitness qualifications. I feel like you're like infringing on one of mine that I put in the group earlier. But what? Well, I feel like you might need expanding in a bit. But go on, go with that one first. Okay, so obviously, just you know, people. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I've just seen a picture. He's just put in the group. Yeah, horrible. Anyway, yeah, so people who have, um, let's say, popular fitness accounts, like social media, Instagram, Facebook, etc. cetera, uh, they're always posting about nutrition, training, mindset stuff, etc. And you know that they have no qualifications. Uh, mate, you, you know my thoughts on this one. That can get straight in the bin right now. Yeah, I concur. 100%. It needs to be like some, um, I don't know, like governing body, doesn't it? Or something to stop hmm. the shit. I think even because <laughs> everyone's a personal trainer these days. It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't. Personal training is one of the easiest industries to get in. As in, like, yeah, if you do a course over a weekend or a couple of weeks, get in. But even then, it's people who you haven't gone through that, haven't got the experience of coaching people, training people, you know, but they just, you know, they might be a popular person or, or be 
bit savvy on the social media and stuff like that and are putting out workouts, putting out nutritional information where... When, when you say savvy, you mean they're in decent shape and happy to take the clothes off? There's also that, yes. <laughs> but, you know, like, instead of just putting a picture up, they do a sexy video or whatever it may be that catches people's attention. Mate, I'm sorry to agree. My thing is, like, you could have whatever, I say, governing body, things that you like, it's still you're still going to get stuff like that on there because you look at it with doctors and things like that. You know yeah. the garbage that's been put over there over the last year with the pandemic and things like that. You're always going to have that. My gripe is it needs like for in the context of this podcast, it needs to go straight in the bin because people are doing it. But you know, right? If, if we if we look at it today, and I'm going to infringe on my own one for later on that Cristiano Ronaldo thing from his uh, presser was it last night or this morning, whenever it was. Um, so he's like, you've not seen this, have you? No. So he sat down in his press conference, obviously like uh, Coke are one of the sponsors. So these two little bottles, you know, the little um, glass bottles you get in like your hotel uh, uh, fridge, in like hotel room fridges. Yeah. He's got like two of them on the, on the table in front of him at the press conference. And he like moves them out of the way and he gets like a bottle of water out and he's going like, agua, agua, and, uh, and that. And um, everyone's going like, oh, brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Enough. Like, oh, Cristiano Ronaldo knows. And I feel like, yeah, hang on a minute. This is the clown who's got, had a deal with Pepsi. He's had a deal with Coke in the past. He's had, uh, he's still got a deal with Herbalife. And he's got a deal with, um, what's it, those like ab? I was going to say, that, that's the one, that electrocuting yeah, things. Yeah, things and everything. Ah, it's like, don't go. Like, don't get me wrong, I don't think he uses any of those things. I do think he is, you know, he, he has a healthy diet, looks after his body, trains hard, all that kind of thing. But yeah. don't laud him for doing that with Coke when he's, you know, at the minute he's not taking cash off there, or he's taking cash off one of their competitors, something like that. It's like, people, people fall for it though. And yeah. that's the same thing with those accounts. So someone, someone will go, they're in shape. They clearly know what they're talking about and do whatever. And that person could be putting out potentially harmful um, information, whether it be harmful in terms of like actual health. So there's loads of people on particularly Twitter, but you know, Instagram and places like that at the minute putting out like banned food lists and things like that. So tell, you know, telling you not to eat, you know, well, if you read all the different ones, you wouldn't eat anything. So therefore you potentially like to get, you know, nutritional deficiencies and things like that. Or if nothing else, if you're being told that, uh, I don't know, like sugar, packaged foods, whatever is, you know, is bad for you and should be banned and things like that, you're at least likely to build up a bad relationship with food. And, you know, mentally it's likely to, you know, could lead to a few issues down the road. And that's my issue with people who like, aren't qualified, haven't got coaching experience, things like you said, haven't done the, if you want to call it, time in the trenches to sound like you, Jones, um, then, you know, th that's the issues they're going to throw out there for people. No, I, yeah, I completely agree. Because it, it can, on one hand, sound quite bitter from from sort of our point of view, going, oh, my God, they're not qualified. Da, 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 da. Oh, yeah. But it's more, like I say, it's, it's, it's that information that's going out that, affects a lot of people and potentially causes a lot of damage but on the surface people go oh it's nothing oh it's just trying, just trying to be helpful what harm does it do and it's like it might not harm you but it might be harming hmm. other people i just look at it like you know i'm, I'm not gonna give sort of 
advice on operations because I've watched six series of ER or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Same with that. Same like you, you know, you, you wouldn't go out giving like financial advice just because you read the Financial Times on a Sunday or something like that, would you? It's, ah, it's you know, you're dabbling okay. a bit of, but you know, it's just dabbling a bit of Bitcoin. So suddenly you're like some investment guru or something like that. Yeah, suddenly you're like Wolf of Wall Street. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is the same with everything here. But take the Euros, for example. Everyone's got their own team selection. Everyone's got their own opinion of how they should have played, what they should have done. He's shit, he's not shit. He should have done this. It's like everyone does this, don't they? Become armchair managers. And it's... Yeah. This is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, all right. So we, we had that one the other week, Neil. If you'd have bothered to uh, show up to the one with Andy Renshaw. I know, mate, yeah. we were talking I know. about I listened, though, you know, I, I was aware. <laughs> <laughs> Happy days. Right. So chucking that in the bin. Chucking it in the bin. In the bin. Is that a Kit Kat wrapper? It's not, no. <laughs> uh, it's two golden oak crumbles that Lucy threw to me before. I don't know where she's got them from, but. Like she was on a spa weekend this week and they might have been from the hotel. So that was the present I got brought back. Anyway. Okay, hang on, quick question on that. Did you do the full weekend of dad or or were the grandparents involved to help you out? No, full weekend of dad. So nice. um well, so all of a sudden me, my parents and Luce like went for a coffee in uh, in the village and took us to like play on the playground and that Saturday morning. But then like mum and dad went off to have their Saturday and do whatever they do on a Saturday. Luce went off to the spa and then it was uh, daddy, daughter, the rest of the weekend. Fair play. Mate, mate, honestly, when she went like that, she was re- actually really good. She slept for like two and a half hours, pretty much. That's to like wake her up. It was a bit like, if you wait, if you don't wake up now, you're going to be awake like later in the evening. I'd rather you uh, be in sleep. But then sat- Saturday evening by half six, quarter to seven, she was asleep. I was sat in the garden with a... Uh, a beer and um, the the end of the cricket on my on my laptop. He says parenting's difficult, eh? I was so, sent it to Lou's going like, got this nailed. <laughs> like, it, like, sent it. it and I went, oh God, this is going to come back and bite me. <laughs> like, no, shouldn't have gloated about that. Absolutely. Right, go on, Rimmer. You'll go. Uh, my first one was, I've got to get my notes up, I can't remember, where was it? Uh, biohackers. Oh, <laughs> oh, so explain the, what it is for people who don't know what it is. So, biohacking is stuff like these morons on social media claim to do, where by doing things with, um, I guess, like exercise to extent, but mainly nutrition, you hack your body to perform better. So, like. Uh, one of the famous ones is the guy who invented bulletproof bulletproof coffee. So the idea being that putting uh, coconut oil or butter or something like that in your in your coffee gives you like improves brain function and increases fat burning and stuff like that. And there's loads and loads of other things. They're now becoming, I say, more mainstream. It's like what triggered it for me is someone shared somebody who was on this morning on Friday, I think it was Thursday. I can't remember what day it was last week. And some of the stuff they were coming out with is absolutely moronic. Um, so, yeah, so that um, is one for me at the minute. How, how do people like that get airtime on national TV? I guess it's a little bit what you said before, whether what they do or who, who they know or something like that. 
their notoriety or fame on, on social media, if they're a bit savvy with it. And also some of the stuff they do sounds like, it's like what we've, we say a lot is the stuff that we say is pretty basic, pretty simple, no frills and things like that. The stuff they do is like that wacky, that out there, that, you know, it sounds really cool and fantastic. People go, like, oh, wow, that must work then because it's really cool. Whereas you think some of it sounds dead simple, probably doesn't work when it actually does. If you did the simple things well consistently, you'd you know feel better. Chances are half this biohacking stuff, they feel better from it just because they're exercising more, sleeping better, eating, eating more veggies, things like that, eating less junk. It's not because of putting coconut oil or butter in their coffee. It's not because, you know, they're taking whatever supplements before they go to bed or whatever. You know, it's because they're probably eating better. Have you ever, have you ever tried that, butter in your coffee? Yeah. It's grim. It's grim. It was, great. It was all right. Coconut in the coffee was all right. It tasted no. all right. I did it, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't go there now. I wouldn't do it now. And also, like, it's, it's moronic in the when you think about it. You're adding, what, you know, a couple of hundred calories to your coffee? <laughs> like, I, I'd rather eat them. Like, it's, it's stupid. Like, people go, oh, you burn more fat. Like, yeah, you burn more fat because you're giving your body more fat. You're not burning body fat. You're burning the fat that you're eating. This is your now energy source. So it's being yeah. burned as energy. <laughs> <laughs> that, is that some point, though, when it, people, you need to explain that one as well about the, um, you you- the role of high fat and your body using fat as an energy source. and yeah, like you're gonna start burning, obviously. You look at it like so really speaking, your body's like order of preference is like carbohydrate would be first choice, then fat and protein, it's kind of last resort, if you like. So if you're giving it, you know, if you go low carb and you don't give it carbohydrate, it's gonna to turn to using fat, but that that's because you're eating more fat, it's not necessarily burning fat. If you're overeating on calories, you're giving your body more energy than it uses on a daily basis you're still not going to burn body fat, but you're going to burn more like fat as a, for a fuel source because you're eating, but it's coming from the food that you're eating and you still like to store fat because you're in an energy surplus. You bought that energy, that excess energy you're eating has to go somewhere. You can't just disappear. <laughs> oh, we've been in it. Well, from me, I'm 100% been in it, but like, you, you boys have got started. I could rant all day about the stuff that you could probably... Like I should have yeah. brought some more examples for this, but I I, I go along with that, bin it because it's the same sort of principle as them fake Insta accounts. Okay. Fancy noise. Again. That was a good one. That was yeah, loud. So much. It's like, um, <laughs> mate, we're going. Ha- we got sound effects this week. We're going up in the world. Yeah, we're going to pay for a soundboard. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Gone nearly. Oh, yeah, it's me, isn't it? Um, I'm going to go for, I call them the two functional crew. So either trainers or people who get so functional, should we say, that they don't actually train. Right, you're going to have to explain to me what functional training is. Well, we've had this before, what is functional training? And I think it's anything that, crosses over to enhance or help with daily living okay easy term isn't it so or it'll cross over into a sport or help you with your sport right so 
when this gets abused, shall we say, and what you're talking about here, what what do you mean by where does functional training go wrong, if you like, then? Where, because it? people take it too far, don't they? Like, the, like I, I think I did a post not long ago, people stood on a, a BOSU ball doing something and they're there for 20 minutes balancing, going, well, yeah, it's for my ankle stability and I'm now going to be bulletproof when I play football. Or they're then doing a... I don't know, something stupid like a kneeling on a Swiss ball shoulder press. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or, yeah. you know, um, what's another one that I've seen? Um, I'm trying to think of another fun- functional in uh, speech marks. Exercise, what people do all the time. Using power plates as well. Won't go too far into that. I think that vibrates. Um, But yeah, I feel like them people, or even trainers do this, where they get so far down the functional loophole, they're not creating a training stimulus for anyone to actually get stronger or better or even cross over into life because they're so far doing, I don't know, proprioception mobility that there's no strength adaption taking place. Yeah, I get get that. I know Jones is going to agree with me. That's been, I'm not even going to talk about this. That's just straight in the bin. Like, what, why do you need to kneel on a Swiss ball while doing overhead? Yeah. I mean, like, there's a place for certain stuff with a BOSU for like adding that proprioception in. But then the idea is it's getting into a point of where once your body knows where it is in, time and space things like that you then progress it onto like stuff on a stable surface because you're not going around like you, you know you're not walking around or running around on a bouncy castle in daily life you the floor's pretty solid so it's like you then need to get used to absorbing force and distributing force and things like that so involved probably lifting some weights or doing some squats or lunges or you know stuff like that pushing a, pushing a sled pushing pulling a um pulling a sled things like that um but yeah there's a little place for some of it but then when people just go like oh core work like functional and start adding swiss balls to everything it's like there's a point where you've gone too far you've made it too unstable therefore you're not lifting enough weight to create adaptation and also for me it's like when people are doing stuff stuck balanced on a swiss ball it's it's just a skill spend enough time doing it you'll get better at it it's like if if you gave someone an hour constantly and just said you know, keep trying to balance on that, keep trying to kneel on that Swiss ball or do a bird dog or what, you know, on, on all fours on that Swiss ball. If you did it solidly for an hour, you'd be able to do it. But that, you know, it's not because you got stronger in an hour. Your core didn't get stronger in an hour, did it? It's like you just got better at, you know, you figured out, your body figured out where it was and sort of like you, you learned the skill of balancing on that boat, on that Swiss ball. Sweet. So I'd go with that. I think like we spoke about before, functional training is stuff like Jones put this in like a, a post where he had a video of himself deadlifting and then went, this helps you doing this. And the, the other picture of him, like <laughs> pushing Freddie in the air. And I was like, how does deadlifting help you throw him over your head? Surely you'd have been better putting a shoulder press or something there with it. You got to pick him up, haven't you? He's a right. big lad. <laughs> <laughs> got to start low to the ground. <laughs> he's doing line outs isn't he with him yeah 100% <laughs> he's getting ready for the 2040 Lions tour yeah man 
True though. Yeah, honestly, though, isn't it a functional exercise? Uh, most people, a reverse lunge, I don't know, a split squat, a deadlift. If you look at it, you look how many, like people probably don't think of it like this. You look at how many exercises in the gym mimic stuff you do on a daily basis. Basically, getting up out the chair, we're all sitting now, is, is a squat. Yeah. Right? Going up the stairs, step up. Is that putting stuff, you know, picking your kids up, shoulder press. There are so many things yeah, yeah. that carry over like that. You, at no point are you sat on a, a Swiss ball with him and things like that. You know, you, you, it's just not, it's not what you need. Yeah, in the bin. Okay, we'll go put yeah. it in. Yeah, that goes in the bin for me. Okay. Uh, it's not in the bin now, we're good enough for that. I didn't hear that. Come on, James, let's go. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Go on, Jonesy. Come on. Look like Jones just put like a massive list that he's now going through going, which ones do I want? Yeah, well, you, you, we Pick can... Good, Jones. I'm, I'm keeping one to the end. <laughs> oh, here we go. Um, go on, I'll go with this one. Screamers. In the yes, year. I was hoping you were going to pick that. <laughs> this will be a good one. Uh, yeah. Just like... I, I, I sort of get it, but then I don't. It's like, okay, if you are, okay, let's say strength is relative or weight is relative to what you're lifting. If it is a top top end range of what you're lifting and you put your maximum effort in, yeah, you might sort of make a few grunts and squeals, but I'm talking like full on top of the voice screaming, in the gym, don't get it. Don't get it. Mm. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's it's funny, though. Oh, it is. It is. It is. I mean, I've had a couple of clients that have been screamers, and it's <laughs> <laughs> and, and you and you and when you suddenly become aware of the um, impact it has on the surrounding area of the gym. I imagine right. you're, you're spotting him and then sort of like they're struggling in the bar. The screams are getting loud and you're just looking around going, why is everyone looking at me? Why is everyone looking at me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I just think, you know, that there are maybe better gyms suited to screamers, i.e. Westside Barbell, what than, uh, <laughs> than, your, than your commercial commercial gyms. Scream, the screamer gym. There you go. You got something there. You come and make as much noise as you want. You won't be judged. Yeah, it's got egg boxes on the walls and everything for you. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm trying to think of this. Like, max effort lifts. Yeah, ever. I might probably go to the point where I might be like, ah, have a little word myself. That's as loud as it would go. Where you're like, that hurt a bit. That's about it, isn't it? Like, what's, yeah. the, what's the screaming doing? It's the one where you get the guys who are doing it for about five reps or maybe more towards the end of the set. And it's yeah. like, hang on, mate, it's not that. Because yeah. I look at it, you know, you look at like someone you say, like someone like Usain Bolt, like that's a max effort and he's not screaming down the 100 metre track, is he? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> the other ones are. It's like, like, a, it's like a rocket, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> the best are the guys who come in the gym go on the uh, punch bags and you know, go like, ah, 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 Every punch they throw, thinking they're like Ricky Atten or someone like that. Yeah, or no, no, it's this one. This is it. This noise, isn't it? 
Is there like expelling the air on the, the, on the head? It's like they're making the sound of the gloves in the bag. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. Um, I suppose you could broaden it to more like, yeah, just general like loud, loud noise in the gym. It's, it's the, there's an element of it of people going sort of like, look at me type of thing with it. I worry about certainly with some of the people that you see making noise like that in the gym. Yeah. Yeah. I think like you're saying before, I, I, I can understand it a little bit more if you like, you know, big squat, big deadlift or whatever. But when you're doing like 10, 12 reps and they're sort of screaming from eight onwards, it's like, mm. I remember it. A few, I can't remember. It's got to be quite a few years ago now. There was um, a guy who was on social media. I think he was on a bit of reality TV and he started doing a 12 week or whatever, um, uh, like transformation thing with a very big, uh, personal training gym and anyway he's training in our gym doing a session and he's doing something like he's like lateral raises arms or something like that and he had like they weren't heavy dumbbells and he's doing this lateral raise and he's going like, ah, ah 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 drops him onto like the arm comes and he's going and he's like ah 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 he's doing them and everything like that. I really really wanted to video him and tag this gym in it going is this what you're like posting this act it was just like oh it's cringeworthy I feel like sometimes people do that with PTs to make sure, because they're scared of the PT going, yeah, you need to go over your mate. <laughs> it's a tactic. Mate, just, uh, <laughs> oh, mate, he's, grafting, he's grafting this, like, this is it's how I just train. This is it, yeah, you're, you're hardcore, yeah. Mate, one thing that sticks to my head, just on that, we used to have uh, the coach when I was at Mac called Andy Norvy, like ex-Rugby League, you know, played top-level Rugby League, Rugby Union. And... Uh, always during pre-season when you're getting battered in the fitness and like you're sort of pulling faces and sort of grunting and groaning and stuff like that. You just used to scream at you all the time. Just because just because you're pulling a face doesn't mean you're working hard. <laughs> yeah. And it was just like, there was just like no, no sympathy, nothing. Like you could literally be coughing blood and he's like, bothered, carry on. That way you took your coaching uh, philosophy from, from pre-season Jones. Probably, yeah. I remember walking past you a few times going like, you, you for real here? And that, his face just like, sh- like a little grin across and just shoulders just going. <laughs> it's like lads are crawling back to the line again to start the next round of sprints. Like I said, you've never been fitter, mate. So There you go. I don't know. I never used to give them. I my 30s when you were coaching me. In my 20s, a lot fitter. I never used to give the amount of reps, me, say the other are doing a certain fitness exercise. Lads didn't believe me when I first took over as S&C coach. I'd be like, I'm not giving you how many you're going to do. I'm going to stop it when I feel like you've done enough. And then they're kind of jogging it and I'm like, that's not enough. And I was like, I will literally cut this session if you do three of them balls out. Like, it's week one. Oh, mate. Didn't believe I, me. Didn't believe I, me. I love that. You see, lads' heads just fall off. Yeah. Because they, like, they can't, they can't, they can't. Like, <laughs> that's, I'm going to do that tonight. Yeah. I, mate, I remember you doing it. Let's go balls out on this sprint and then we go rest and then I'll, I'll, I will honestly pull the session. I did it once where they believed me and they did like, they did like four and I went, done. Right. And they were like, fuck off. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, screamers, what's the verdict? Put them in the bin, soundproof it. Yeah. <laughs> right. What's next? Uh, uh, only because so I had influencers was my next one but Jones is sort of 
stolen that one a little bit. We kind of covered that before, didn't we? Um, so I'm going like cultists. I don't know if that's the right word or not, but like I was going to say, you have to uh, do you have to be careful, PC, about this kind of word. Like living world, is that what you mean? No, no I, I think I think. Do you mean like when someone's like paleo diet, paleo diet rules, nothing but, else exists? Yeah, but people who people who identify as that, so they put like, they put like. Their, well, no, not not even that. Just things like so someone puts in their 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 bio like CrossFitter or vegan or um, low carber or keto or whatever whatever it is, but they yeah. put it in there. It's either their Instagram handle, or they put it. It's the first line of their bio or something. I was like, nobody cares. It's like, like it's like nearly putting rugby player in. It's just like, who do you play for? Oh, play back in the back in the day. It's like, it's like when he's clinging on to that. Like, you know, it's like like me, like me putting having like rugby player in me in me bio or something. I was like, all right, who do you play for? Like, oh, play like low level. All right, it's, it's like it. Who? Oh, you're not. You don't play for like professional. That no, no, no. Just play the weekend. What about PTs who put coffee lover in the uh, bio? That's <laughs> like, a bit tongue in cheek. <laughs> yeah, but I, I get that in terms of like say it's something you enjoy, something like that. Yeah, like, well, no one cares. If you don't put like, um, I'll put fishing in mine. Yeah, do it, fishing. <laughs> if you put like fisherman Fisher. in your bio or something like that, and we go, all right, what would you do? Like, and I'm a personal trainer. I just like to go fishing at the side. All right, I thought you were like on a trawler in the North Sea catching cod or something like that. <laughs> yeah, well, deadliest catch going for them king crab or whatever they are. Yeah, but that's what they think. Oh, are you like Robson Green? Oh no, no, no! I just like go out the weekend oh, with uh, oh. a rather than a worm. <laughs> See, I just sit in a local pond. Yeah, I'm, I'm vegan. I don't care what. But that's I'm it. I, I don't care if you like you enjoy eating that way. You enjoy training that way or whatever. It's, oh, it's not our oh, CrossFitter. The CrossFit Games, yeah. Oh no, no, no! Just go and train a couple of times a week at a CrossFit gym. Uh, I what the? I, I just. But then uh, also, it's the like, so to elaborate more. I think that's daft. But then also to like, they then push their beliefs or their way on everybody else, and it's like that's sort of my bigger issue. But you can kind okay. of spot them. I, I'm gonna I'm just gonna throw a bit of a curveball in there when you say like people pushing, like. Do we not do that a bit? See, I always think about this one a little bit. I always feel like I have to separate. Like, I, so I always look at it when some of the stuff that I do with clients and things as well. So I've got some clients who don't eat breakfast, right? But doesn't make me someone who's into intermittent fasting. And I won't push that on everybody. It, you know, I've got some people who don't eat that many carbs. And things like that. It doesn't make me like all about low carb or anything like that. So I do feel that... Like, look, I feel like at times I maybe push being flexible with your diet, but then I'm not talking to people who are trying to get like shredded to the bone. And this is where some of the like we spoke last week about somebody having a pop on, uh, you know, commenting on one of my posts and things recently. That's what people like that obviously often don't think about. I'm not talking to people who want to get on stage bodybuilding, want to do a photo shoot, being, you know, as shredded as possible. I'm talking to the guys like me or you or whoever who want to look in decent nick, want to improve their health, want to have the energy to run around with the kids and want to do a good job at work and things like that and want to be a good dad, right? So those people probably aren't going to be bothered about 
weighing out every single meal, eating out of Tupperware containers all the time. Things like that. They want to be flexible with the diet, which is why I talk about that all the time. It's why I post pictures of me having a, having a beer and things like that. But like I say, I do worry at times that I'm like, trying to push my way on people. And I think about that, but I actually look at them, what I do with clients. I go, actually, I don't think I do because I have people who take different approaches. I, I was, yeah, because I reckon the difference... And I also don't have flexible diet or anything like that in my IIFYM in my bio or anything like that. No, I, th- I think it's you're you're open to conversation and other people's way of doing stuff and everything like where and I know what you mean. Where a lot of people who have these words in their bio, or whatever that is, like it's black and white. It's this or nothing. Like if you're not vegan or you're not a CrossFitter or whatever, they, they, they look they look at it in like definitives. They'll go, "This yeah. is the way to do it," and like and 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 there is like you said, there's there's very little conversation within that. Or if somebody said to me like that, you know, I want to go vegan, I go, "Right, okay, here's the pros, here's the cons." I won't necessarily advise it, but it's your choice. Off off you go. If someone said that they have very strong ethical beliefs that they should be vegan I'm, just like, I'm not gonna, i'm not here to change that let's work with let's work with it you know mm. if somebody says to me like oh i feel like i need to go low carb or something like that and I, again something right these are the things you need to watch these are the things that will work well about it do you want to do it yes or no and if they go yeah i've got right well let's give it a go for a couple of weeks and see what you think like, i'm not there to say to somebody like you know uh if they want to go and try like intermittent fasting something like that i'm not going to go no whoa, whoa, you've got to have breakfast every single day so, all right, it's not a magical thing. It just cuts down the amount of time that you're able to eat. It might help you to um, to rein your calories in, something like, you know, keep keep control of your calories uh, and either maintain or, you know, lose fat or whatever. But like say, and then go, right, let's try it for a couple of weeks. See how you feel. You might hate it. You might really like it and go, actually, this works for me. Let's keep going with it. But you might hate it. And then we go, right, well, let's let's put breakfast back in and see what else we can change. Um that that's my sort of taking and that's i guess how i justify it in my head for what i do and also like i say i don't go this is the only way to do it and have that in my bio otherwise i'd put like fishermen trying to get chris jones to bite on uh stuff in uh, <laughs> you ain't no fisherman <laughs> yeah no I'm, I'm with you but yeah so that's my thing is like because i think there's a thing on social media at the minute it's everyone puts Everyone has to have like their thing. I remember someone saying to me, "Oh, so what's what's your like? What what type of diet do you promote?" And he's like, oh, and you what? I I, I, well, I don't. All oh, right, would you just like do you eat clean or anything? Not, not particularly. No, like they don't. Everyone says that they have to have like a thing. So then people will go like, right, well, I, you know, they'll push CrossFit or veganism or whatever, and all these people go, "Well, this is the best thing to do. This is the best thing to do. This is the best thing to do." People get confused and get caught in the middle. And they go, well, I don't know what to do. Yeah, and that's where like. I have like as much as I call out people or not call out, like say about just saying calorie deficit isn't a, a particularly helpful at times, but it is actually a good reminder and it's to stop people doing all these different things and particularly like stupid things like fat burners or detoxes or whatever. Um, it's a reminder that that's, that's what works. How you go about doing that is, is, yeah. uh, is, is different for different people. Um, so what are we saying? Bin? Not bin. Bin it. Bin it. I'm waiting for Jones to get in that one. Uh, well, yeah. 
Christian's yeah, yeah, I'd put it in a bin, but I would consider pulling it back out maybe later. It'll, yeah. pull, it'll pull it back out of it because he's put you know he wants to put power lifter, he's having to edit his phone at the minute. <laughs> I'll make a point on this if you look at like CrossFit, rugby players, uh, bodybuilders, whatever. Right. If you're the professional, sense of belonging, isn't it? Um, but, yeah, but if yeah. you're if you're like a professional rugby player or something like that, or a professional bodybuilder or whatever, fair enough. I'm not. I'm ready. You do that, and that's part of your professional. When you're, uh, yeah, it's Joe Public. Like, yeah, it's when you're a weekend warrior and you're putting that, and it's like, hang on a minute. What about if you're a weekend warrior on your bio? Uh, mate, I'll put that in mind <laughs> later on. Yeah. Not even that anymore. I was going to say because that 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 would describe you to a T. That room, wouldn't it? I don't know. If, like, <laughs> I was going to say more like that phrase: um, "Play, uh, train like Tarzan, play like Joe." But I definitely don't train like Tarzan. We got game on Saturday. I'm not doing contacts. <laughs> well, yeah, let's put it in a bin. Yeah, go on then. Yeah, I've got the sound effects here. So I can decide when it goes in or not. <laughs> right, last round. Yeah, I was going to say yeah. Let's go for. Qu- Quick last round. Oh, is it my go? Is it me? Yeah, about to start again. Yeah, so I'm going to throw one out. I've changed my mind. And <gasps> it's a bit of a joke. And it's um, so it's one of my clients asked me the other day. And uh, this certain client, she she follows Slimming World. And I've worked with her on it. And I said, hey, if, you, if that works for you, let's work with it. I'll work with you. And then she went, Why do you hate Slimming World? And I, I stood there and I don't hate Slimming World. And then I went, you know what? I, I love it. He says it in his face is something completely different. Uh, I went, you know what? I don't fucking like it. And here's why. And I, I saw a post, is it the Diet Chef or something? Did he do it yesterday? Yeah, I know you mean. And I think he's showing it up perfectly well. And I think he said something like, so yeah, basically I'm, I'm throwing out the, the helps, the slimming clubs, the Weight Watchers, all that shit. Um, because... It sits on an idea where the person has to become dedicated to that thing only. And I think he said it yesterday, and it's void of any actual real-world knowledge. And when people start creeping into the real world, they get they don't know. They have to... They're like into this tribe of points and sins and foods. And you can... When you speak to a certain person who does Slimming World, the Weight Watchers, they have a certain language because they've been sucked into this way. And I think ethically it's wrong. There's no education to it other than we've created this idea which helps you lose weight and then they're there forever because it's a business model. And I just think, now it won't ever end because people use it and some people get results. But if it was in my world and I could put it in the bin, I'm throwing it out there. I think we could end up with a good debate on this one, Neely. Mm. So, funnily enough, I had a chat with someone last week about this. Um, and as much as I agree with some of the stuff you said there in terms of there isn't, like, you know, it, it's arbitrary made-up stuff, this, you know, like free foods and sins and all, and all that kind of stuff. And I agree with you that people get sort of sucked into it in terms of like that's that that's like 
bit like what we've just been speaking about. It's like, that's what they do. That's their, their whole world and everything. There's actually some very good points to like slimming clubs and things like that as well, in terms of like the support and camaraderie that you get by seeing the same people every week who are going along a similar journey. That's you, that sense of community, a bit like CrossFit, the sense yep. of community you get with CrossFit and things like that is fantastic. There's a lot of points that I'd take issue with on CrossFit and things like that, but the sense of, you know, you're, you're a group, you're that community, I think is very, very good. And that's, you know, we speak about that at times. You, you get, how many clients do you get who've got either someone at home or work, whoever trying to knock them off track and things, not maybe not subconsciously, but they're not supportive of them. And you've got an environment there that's very supportive. I think that can be very good. I also think it provides an element of like, say accountability or gives you like a bit of, at least a bit of structure and a bit of direction to go with. It might be complete garbage and might not work for everybody, but it gives people that. And I had a chat with somebody last week and he goes, it's not actually about the, the, the points or the sins or anything, whatever it is like that. It's about the, it stops me dipping in the cupboard. Like when I'm going past it, something like, oh, it stops me nicking a few bits. Yeah, 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 no. I'm not saying so that. Not live without sins or a community club, you are never going to get results ever. Hey, I'm not saying that. But am I, am I, hey, just provide. Joe's just kicking back. No, no. I was going to say, have I got time to get some? I was going to say, have I got time to go and get some popcorn here? I'm not saying. I'm not saying there isn't other ways you can get that. I'm just saying it's something that that. Oh, I agree. I agree with you on the. But much like you'll have it with like with clients where they say like, oh, I was like, I was in the fridge last night and I was like reaching for the wine and then like little Neely on my shoulder going, don't do it, put the wine back or whatever, uh, or something like that. It provides a similar thing. So that when they go, oh, actually, I've got to track it or do whatever. Is the better ways of doing that? Hundred percent. But it provides that for people. So as much as I agree with you, I do think they provide some. There are some good points to it. But I agree with you in terms of they keep your arm's length from what's actually working for you. There is some that things where like like pasta is a free food. Yes, it can be filling and things like that. But to look at it and go like, well, you can eat as much as you want of it is. Is, is daft and like some of the someone like the person i was speaking to about this understood that and, and got it it just like i say it just like helped them in other ways um but like i say i just i don't think it's a clear picture i've changed my like i say my stance on it because i've supposed to they want to do it. i go like all right crack on but let here's some here's a few things as long as you're eating plenty of vegetables with all your meals you understand that there isn't any such thing as a free food that you can't well I'd say veggies to an extent because it's very, very hard. You know, you're not going to overeat on veggies. You really as trainers, haven't we? Got to have some protein, eat as much vegetables as you can. We yeah. use that model. But, but again, like, I think there are things that you know they're changing about these things. They are going more towards eating, you know, pro- getting more protein in and things like that, which is actually going to fill you up more. So I do think they're learning. But like you said, it is a business model. They do rely on you getting to the end of it and going, well done, off you go. We'll. Uh, you know, and then it's like, well, we'll see you in six months or whatever, a year when you've not got a clue how to maintain it because all you all you've got are points and uh sins to count or or things like that. Um so I do think like say there are there are there are obviously those negatives to it and that post up uh certainly the picture, the diet chef, whatever he's called, that Graham Tomlinson as he called, whatever, put up last week where he's comparing comparing like free foods to how much calories are actually in them and things like that. 
things like that are very good and are very like educational, which is what people need. And that's it's that education that I feel like there could be so many better ways of of doing it. But like you say, it's a, it's a, it's a business. I think you have a good tracking tool as well to say like one of my clients who did use it, I think she's using the sins or whatever. And it was quite a decent tracking tool. So without going on my fitness pal and typing everything in, you can just my, go to sin, food, You sin. do that. So p- people will go to you like, oh, you know, it's all about calorie deficit, catch out your calories and things like that. My fitness pal is a minefield. Yes. It's so easy. Like I say, I was saying this person's um, rates of filling my fitness pal and they put in like a, a pair for his breakfast and, and it came at like uh, one conference pair, 35 calories. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. You're about probably best part of 100 calories out there. Yeah. So if there's like, if you're doing that with just a couple of things a day, that is easily where you're going like, I'm in a calorie deficit when you're actually not. And you're not lying to yourself. You could be tracking everything as accurate as you can. But based off my fitness plan, gives you that many different choices. You haven't got a, you haven't got a Scooby. I remember what a client once put in um, uh, Sainsbury's Taste the Difference, Aberdeen Angus Burger, and it came out like 990-something calories per burger. And I was like, but then it's like the number, the, so calorie, um, protein, fat, carbs were like zero. It was just like wow. 900 calories for a burger. That's the thing with my fitness pal, isn't it? I think you need a good base of nutrition knowledge to use it correctly. I've had it with Lucy. Lucy, like we get chicken sausages from the butchers. So the closest you're sort of going to get to it on there is like heck chicken sausages. So I put them in, but then like the amounts it gives you, the portion size it gives you are weird. But I know roughly from looking off the pack, I don't know if it's four or five sausages, heck chicken sausages is about 20 grams of protein. So I know if I have like four of them, it's probably going to be similar with the ones to the butchers. So I know that I can just play with the amount or the portion size that I put in to get about 20 grams of protein if I have four or five sausages loose doesn't so i was like putting like talking to loose about it and i went how did you have like 30 grams of protein at lunch and she looked at what she put in and had these heck chicken sausages or whatever and it came out like 30 grams of protein i was like you're way over there that needs to come down but you say because i've got that knowledge she's like well am i supposed to know that one yeah fair point how are you supposed to know that, you know that yeah. yeah um so i like say i think there's these elements of it that is good and these elements of stuff that that we think is good and we know is good and works that isn't actually that usable for people. They, they do stuff that's very simple and very easy to follow. I'm going to throw in another one of the things what were like biohackers and stuff before. They have these people at Slimming World and Weight Watchers who are nutritionists or whatever they want to call themselves. Yeah. <laughs> they are a big issue. It's, yeah. But, but again, it's, it's like we've spoken about before. You can have whatever title you want and you can protect it if you want. You're still going to get good ones and bad ones and shit like that. And I I, I agree. They have people running it who are just like somebody who's bought into that way and is like either it's got good results themselves. Cycle, isn't it? It's it, dangerous. Oh, like I've done the MNU certified, the Matt Nutrition Unit, so you, I can basically be insurable as an insurable. Yeah. I do not tell anyone I'm a nutritionist. Yeah, and you should tell people. I'm like, I just it's a it's a minefield world that of something I, I don't want to, you know it's not where I want to go down. I don't want to sit down and talk to people about nutrition all day. It's dangerous to be going around calling yourself that type of. Oh, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's like I, I I did like sports science at uni, 
but like you don't need a qualification at all to call yourself a sports scientist. You can just say well, <laughs> at the time you, you that that might change. You don't need to be a member of bases or anything like that. You can just go out a sports scientist. Nice, nice little add to my uh, bio in Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, uh, a millionaire. If you got a million pounds in the back, no, just decide I'm a millionaire. I did a scientific uh, experiment experiment with some sportsmen, so there you go. <laughs> Went in a crowd chat for one. What was your so scientific experiment? Sports. I made him run up and down as many times as he could until he threw up. <laughs> <laughs> he got a fake because the first one was 12, then it was 14, then it was 16, so there you go. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I just yeah, I went in a crowd chamber once. <laughs> Go on then, Jonesy. Put your two pennies in. I was going to say you need to put. You probably need to put your two pennies within, and then have the casting vote or whether. Quick, that uh, yeah, and a quick one. I think you know you both got some valid points there. I, I'm I'm leading towards more Neely's sort of dislike of it a little bit. I love the way he's gone into his house. He's I into that in the garden. <laughs> I think he froze on degrees with me. So, oh, he's back. Oh, I'm back. I'm back. Yeah. Right. Um, so, yeah, I, I'd say I'd, I'd agree with Ely, but, you know, it, it is a good concept in in the sense of what Rim was saying with the, the support, the camaraderie, and, the, and everything that goes with it. But it, for me, it just comes down to the people who are in charge. Like, it, they're, they're sort of there to make money. And to get repeat custom, and that's that's the experience I've had. I mean, maybe different now, whatever. But you know, I think that have you done Weight Watchers, have you? Oh yeah, yeah, life life membership, me. But well, maybe how you got your body weight down to uh, get that double body weight deadlift. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So no, it, it's yeah, it's it's not bad, but it needs to be it needs to be run better with better people. I. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I, I agree with that. And whether that'll change or not, I, I don't know. But the other thing is, is actually with the, as, as daft as we've spoken about, as arbitrary as the sins and points and things are, it doesn't demonize foods. It lets people eat chocolate and things like that. Granted, it mentions nothing about calories in that, but. Yeah, but mate, have you ever eaten a Weight Watchers like. Oh, no, but you can have like. No, but it doesn't say you have to have them. Don't get me wrong. They try and upsell their products and their meals and ready meals. Even that's olive oil. But um, <laughs> they're scared of olive oil. <laughs> I, think, well, I don't say so I don't know anymore how scared of fats they are. They, 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 it must be changed. changed. Like <laughs> trying to lower fats and things like that, because obviously it lets you have pasta and potatoes and stuff like that pretty freely. But um, but yeah, but you can still go and have a chocolate bar. You can have a glass of wine and things like that. Granted, the points are probably weighted that heavily that you can like literally like have a pipette of wine and that's a, like a pipette drop of wine or beer and that's a sin or something like that. But it doesn't sort of demonize against them, which I think is, is probably a good thing, but I agree. It's, it's like, it's got some good points, but it's got very bad. But for me, it's on the edge of the bin, but it's, a, it's on a shelf in the bin. Oh, go on. I'll, I'll, I'll kick it off that hey, shelf. Hang on, I've got better at it. It's in the recycling bin. Oh, it's, Great, but it could be made better. Josie's face now has gone, you what? Coward. Proper fence sitter, that, isn't it? Yeah, it's in the bin, let's be honest. It's going in with... I've got the packet here, and it's, I'm, say, I'm saying... No. All right, it's going in the bin without getting scrunched up. It's there if you need to pull it out every now and then. 
I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I still think recycling bin was a better analogy. It's a bit of like a three-point shot from the side of the corner into the bin, not a scrunch. <laughs> it bounced out. On your head. It bounced out. Right, right, go on. Go on, Jones. <sighs> right. Glad to go with this one. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, mate, some good ones on your list. I'm going to nick one of them for... Uh, for my last one. Fair enough. Well, I, I'm going to go. I'm going to be, before you go into it, I thought the best one you've got on your list that you put in the group before, beanie hats in summer. It's like we're talking about fitness and you just made a random fashion statement in there. It is right though. You're hot, you're cold, what are you? <laughs> I think just beanie hats in the gym in general, it's just a bit weird, isn't it? It's just where you put beanie hats in summer. I was a bit like, all right. Because, okay, it's sort of like, right, it's freezing outside, Maybe, but then, like in the summer, it's like 400 degrees and 100% humidity. Why do you need a hat? Speaking of that, that picture you put about yourself on uh, your Instagram stories last week when you said about complaining about the temperature in the gym. And I was just looking at it going, you don't even look like you're sweating. Oh, I was melting inside, mate. <laughs> that, that, was part my, uh, one rep. that was part of my eight minute, eight minute rest period in front of the window. Cool down. Got an image of you like just going up to the going up to the platform, one deadlift, going back over to the uh like a deck chair by the window with like a drink with a an umbrella in it and a straw, just like sipping away and I yeah, but yeah, with a little cool box in the and a fan, hundred percent. Tell you what, well Neely's run off. Where have they gone? So um you know you get those like targeted adverts. This sounds bad, this is targeted adverts on that pop up on like your Instagram yeah, yeah. Your Facebook newspaper. So I got one the other day. Um, and it was like 16 bottles of cores for 20 quid with a like a cool box, like a, a, an ice bucket. I thought, I'm having that just for the um, like, cool. oh, fancy an ice bucket. Like, well, it's getting like um, barbecue weather and things like that. Yeah, I yeah. thought, you need an ice bucket for putting your beers in because you've got room, need room in the fridge. Um, so I thought, I'm having that, I'm doing that. Bonus, so I opened at the weekend because I didn't have any other beers left, and uh. 116 calories a bottle for cores. I'm not a lager drinker. Normal cores, cores light? No, normal cores. 116? 116 calories. Well, I scanned it on my fitness pal. I checked it. That's 116 calories a bottle. for. Uh, too much higher than the non-alcoholic, even though I suppose cores is basically non-alcoholic, isn't it? Well, that's, yeah, probably it, which also for me is probably a benefit because it means I can have a few more, but, you know. <laughs> um, yeah. Right. He's back. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay, so, okay, for me, number three, I'm going to go with the sumo deadlift. Oh, here we go. Mate, 100%, I'll tell you now, this is not going in, so you can justify this all you want, but... Go on. <laughs> I'm just going to get Louis Simmons on Instagram. Louis, can you uh, just come and tell this guy who uh, doesn't deadlift sumo how much more you can deadlift on him? Well, it's. I suppose it's more. I think I put it put it in the group. It's more people who claim like a a deadlift PB with a sumo, and then go, "Oh, I've hit a P deadlift PB today." And it's yeah, but if you go to the world powerlifting, whatever it is, like the world mm-hmm. championship powerlifting. So, like for people who don't know, powerlifting is the one where you literally you do. Um, you get well. You get three one goes of one rep, as much weight as you can on squat, bench, and, and deadlift. So 
with a sumo deadlift, you've got like a really wide stance and then you grip the bar between your legs rather than outside your legs. You're pulling it over a less dis- over a shorter distance so you can you know, potentially lift more. So all the big ones in the world are going to be like a sumo, a sumo deadlift generally. If you go to the, like the powerlifting ones, they're all going to pull like that. Yeah, but like all those strongmen. Big ones are going to be like that. Will strongman. But isn't that isn't the conditions on that that it's a conventional deadlift? I might say I might be wrong with this, but I'd say there's a lot of like so. big heavy but deadlifts are done. Also, I just think like aesthetically, when you see someone doing it, it's like it just looks wrong. It's like why are you doing a split? Trying <laughs> pull up. Yeah, and... I know what you mean. People go really, really wide, don't they? Like the toes are literally nearly under the plates. Yeah, and it's just like. You know, you you pull in twenty to twenty five percent less distance. You can put more weight on. You I know, but like I, I get it is in like the sumo lift. It hits different body parts and etc. And it can be used in a way to maybe to support the conventional deadlift. But it's I don't I don't I, and generally now just a general observation in the gym. I don't see many people doing deadlifting. I see a lot of people doing sumo. Right. So that's, I guess, where where I thought you'd have an issue with it, and certainly for me, you'd have an issue with it, is it's the whole booty thing, like trend at the minute, is the, the thought that you're going to work glutes more by doing a sumo deadlift. And that's that's why, you, for me, is why you probably see loads of people doing it in the gym and why it's become more popular. I think... F- an actual sumo Y stance deadlift, what you call it, is like has a place because, like you say, it's, you can use it to go heavier than you can with your normal deadlift. So you can use it to bring up that. You can use it to like um, to support that. You can use it to take a bit of strain off your back and things like that from conventional deadlifting because the position is a bit more advantageous. I think it has its place. I just think, like we've spoken about with CrossFit and other things like that, is it just get like a lot of things. It gets abused, doesn't it? Just yeah, it's just like in the, the sumo, you, you're hitting more quad. So I don't get why people are doing it because they they'll feel their glutes more when they do it, won't they? They'll stick their out like the backside out, and then because your legs are turned outwards, yeah, putting your glutes in short range. I know, I get it. I just I, I, whereas when you when people do a conventional deadlift more, they'll just feel their back. They'll just be like king prone. And, yeah, uh, people are more anatomically tighter in the hips or slightly wider stance. Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, horses for courses and that is it. Like sumo lift will be benef- more beneficial for different people, et cetera, et cetera. But I just, I, I just, I, <laughs> I don't know. It's just whenever I see it done, it's just like, I don't know. It just, it's like nails down the chalkboard to me. I just don't like it. But I, I'd say that's more than a... I think it's everything that goes with it and not the actual lift. Yeah. I think I might be leaning towards Jonesy a little bit here if he agrees with me on something eventually. <laughs> <laughs> I love the way... Like, well, nearly your... It sounds like the way it's going. You're going to have to... Actually, yeah, we'll, we'll tell a little story. Like, the other week, like... I think this is where nearly... Talk, 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 talk of fi- talking of fishing... <laughs> <laughs> Neely baited the hook, and I went, 
full jaws on it. <laughs> yes, yes. And it, it was my fault for not reading the entire post. We didn't, so. we didn't need a bigger boat. We need like a whole fleet. Yeah, so basically, Neely's post was the king of exercises and the opening um, opening exercise was... Um, a raised, a live stance deadlift on it. Raised a live stance <laughs> so straight away, I was like all over the all over the group like a cheap suit, abusing him as much as I possibly could. <laughs> <laughs> so the reason I was going to, um, I was going to hang on to, 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 to add the cat. Hang on to, to just finish that story. But then when you actually read the rest of the post, it was about he was talking about resistance training. Yeah. So if you Jones had swiped across and read the rest of the post, you'd have seen loads of different exercises. And you'd have seen he's talking about resistance training. Jones just saw that first line. As the, That's why uh, I did it. I literally yeah, that went with it and was straight in the group, like munching away. And and, and ironically, I was actually deadlifting at the time. Yeah, but it was anger testosterone through the room. I was just I was just pure rage. Yeah, just pure rage <laughs> and anger. I think I actually clicked like the pull up one first. I was like, no, I'm going to do that one because I knew it might get a bite. <laughs> <laughs> but I, right, it, it was me thinking back at you, Jonesy. Um, I would love to see a study, if there is one, of any beneficial over like the really wide sumo, like you say, more quad over mm. a slightly wider stance deadlift and see what the, the different. Like a slightly wider stance conventional deadlift. Yeah, so like for me, I did mine because yeah, like most of my clients, I would say, wouldn't do a conventional deadlift. They would go a bit wider and just put their hands on the inside, just a bit safer. They seem to get in that position better, and they're getting a better hip pinch. But that's not a sumo deadlift, you know what I mean? Whereas you see some people do that suit really wide, wide sumo, and I think ooh. Yeah, if toes turned out. Yeah, is it needed or is it a bit of a cheat to get the, the barbell up? I'm going to be honest with you, Neely. I'd go with you on there, but I just go trap bar deadlift. For most of my clients, I'd rather yeah. get them to do a trap bar deadlift. I think it's with the hands That's at the side. That of, is the king yeah. of deadlift. I, but, I love it. The, tra- the trap bar is good because you can put you can put weight on that as well. It's a comfier position. Yeah. And you can like you you can adapt it to go more quad or I personally I, know, I don't really with clients. I think just do a squat variation but you know you'll still get them to hip hinge and deadlift but in a much better position on their back i'm going to say though if the uh i don't know federal law or the queen banned sumo deadlifts and you might <laughs> have to do them, i would not i would not be bothered in the slightest i wouldn't but for me it still doesn't get to go in there because i think it still does or can have a place do you do you deadlift at all though rimmer yeah I, but my problem at the minute is I come and deadlift with you and then get giddy or let's say lazy in terms of going, oh yeah, leave that on because then it will like, we don't have to fiddle around as much taking that many plates off and things like that. So I go heavier than I probably should or probably or normally plan to and then like put my back out for about three weeks and then go, oh, I'll lay off that for a bit. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, I know what you mean. Like the, all exercises have their sort of, time and place except functional ones I'm going to say this I'm going to say this I'm going to say this for our audience of people bin the sumo deadlift come on John's in yes yes whoa power to the people hang on whoa 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 I'm in charge here 
this <laughs> how it works is like it's binary it's in or out we're not like it, it, zoom over. It. Mate, it's two to one you got well i'm gonna be you got away two with it one and you're the weakest link bounce the i can i reckon i can run the furthest though so if you're gonna try and come and like come for me oh mate 100 mate i what did i do i went trampolining with fred on sunday that was class oh man. my god did it for an hour dying Mate, <laughs> I was like sweating. You come play touch on a Monday night. Oh, I've got rugby twice a night, twice a week already. Yeah, no need to cut. Just stand around blowing the whistle and shouting. Yeah, I don't really like that rugby club either. <sighs> oh, that's not what I, was, no, you were, I just got what you were saying there. Anyway, right, we need to get this show going, so I'm going to move it on. It's not going in. And what? How? How is it? It's two to one. Yeah, but I made a decision. And I've got the uh, I've got the sound effects. Okay, in. well, if you're a client of mine, you will never be doing a sumo deadlift <laughs> ever. Ever. <laughs> um, we kind of run out of them here. I actually feel with time as well, we're probably better rounding it off here, and also because I can't think of another one because we sort of. I thought you had a good one. No, I was going to think one of yours, but we've kind of just covered it in that we had the influencers slash like celebrity trainers and things earlier that you sort of stole off me. Um, so yeah, I think we're probably better rounding it off that. And also we've been going for like an hour and 20 minutes. So like, this is a long one for us. Mate, I, I've got another hour or so. If we, mate, <laughs> if we've got anybody still listening now, I will be very, very impressed. <laughs> we love you. We I'll love wait, you. Thank you. Wait for the start to go. Get to about 45 minutes and just go... <laughs> like, no, no one's still it's just us three chatting to ourselves now <laughs> people probably turned off when Jones started walking around his house trying to find uh, a better internet signal it's, it's tough in the hills tough in the hills I know you need to move back to civilization. anyway on that bombshell we will leave it there um, we'll just finish as always by saying thank you very much for listening hopefully you had as much of a laugh listening to that one as we did uh, if you did, please, probably in between all the waffle and taking the mic, there were probably some really good insights into that. When we listen to it back, we'll probably be able to fish them out. Um, so please share this with your mates because they will get some bits out of that that will be very, very useful. And also comment if anyone's got any um, yeah pet peeves or what or things that you think should go in the bin. Comment. Anything, yeah, we anything we've missed that needs to go in there, then yeah, please comment when we put this on our socials and things like that. Um, get involved. Let us know what you think, uh, anything we missed and we will discuss them next week. If nothing else, it just lets us know that we're not sat here talking to ourselves. So please <laughs> get involved, leave us a rating, leave us a review, um, particularly if it's good. And we will be back again next week. We will see you then. See you then boys. See you. That's one.